Hey everybody, welcome back to the Teacher Sun Show. Today's episode with today's YouTube, Ms. Hobby. What are the most useful skills you can teach your autistic son, Dad? Well, you don't know until you try, so you've got to try some different things. And I tried lots of things. I tried marketing, uh, competition study, script writing basics, channel layouts, out of niche studies, etc. But what, Dad, if you had that insider information as to know exactly what you needed to teach your son and how? Well, that insider's perspective and more is coming up on the Teach Your Son Show, episode 10. But as you know, on the TYS show we start with a quick recap teacher son episode 9 looked at the insider view of how best to teach your autistic son on the homeschool track we my son and i took a deep dive into what worked and what didn't and why it was things DIY and discovery learning was the main topic. We also talked about your autistic son and the natural oils treatment. Solution, distraction, we cover it all in the Teacher Son Podcast, Episode 9. That brings us to the listener question for the week. Medicine. What meds are best for your son concentration? So he can concentrate and he can be the best that he can be as far as his well-being. Well, I'm not a medical doctor, so my advice is to stay away and aware of the side effects. Also, make sure that the medicine for concentration is working. As they grow up, especially be aware when that agitation becomes overwhelming. So you'll be teaching about some kind of concept and you'll notice that you're having trouble refocusing, refocusing your son. When you realize that that's what's going on, it may be a med check that needs to happen. Because as they grow older, what you find is that their their hormones or whatever begin to fluctuate. And as that happens, then you find that your son has to have more of the medication in his system in order to function properly. So make that doctor appointment and get that med check. Now, Joshua we started him on Quivalent. It was a slow-release drug, but it led to, well, it was a stimulant. So it led to what you would have if you had a stimulant in your body. That would be like depression, loss of appetite because you're burning right through your food, mood swings. There was some violent mood swings. Not violent like uh. we had moments of that, but... It was mostly like really rapid on both ends of the spectrum type of mood swings. One minute he's very, very happy. One minute he's very, very sad. Also, we had some weight loss. Remember we talked about how the ice cream... Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to introduce. Yes, my son Joshua is my special guest for this show. Joshua, go ahead and say hi to the viewers. How's it going for everybody? <laughs> viewers, yeah. How's like it going with everybody? How's the, how's the, how's the weather okay. outside? <laughs> All right. If you had a translation of that, I guess you could tell what he said there. How rude. <laughs> always, always. Got to keep you on your Don't toes. Don't disrespect the gremlin. What gremlin? <laughs> he lives inside of me. 
He does have a pretty scary voice sometimes. So we started him on the equivalent, but the weight loss and the fact that he was on a stimulant, we just didn't like that. Also, the gains were not as much as we wanted as far as the concentration goes. So we stepped up to a non-stimulant the next time. It was called Stratera. Now, Stratera worked really well for quite some time, a couple years, until he got into the, his adolescence. So from his, oh, I'd say probably seventh, sixth grade year on to about eighth grade, we were on Stratera. And then after that, we realized that it was wearing off really fast. Again, dad, this is what I was talking about. Like I kept re re having to refocus him on his math. It was really, really difficult. And I was like, man, I've been in public teaching before in public school. And this is starting to feel like that. But it can't be Joshua. I began to realize, hey, when I have that feeling, that gut feeling inside, that that means that a med check has to happen. So we went for another med check and she decided, our doctor, she's wonderful, Dr. Smart, you just love her. She's the one who helped us to see that Joshua had some issues that could be helped by the uh, therapy that he got with, what was the name of that therapy, please? You don't remember? There were two places, BT count. Yeah, that is BT. Very good. Yes, behavioral transformations. Great. More like therapy Wonderful. education. Therapy education. Yeah, there was. You learned a lot about different autistic kids on the spectrum. Definitely. Because there were people that were screaming when I came to pick you up sometimes. Or leave you mm -hmm. off, depending. He ended up increasing the dose so fast and it wasn't helping his concentration. So he had another meg check because he had maxed out to his potential that he could get with that medicine in two years. So now we're on Quilbury. Now Quilbury, we had some problems right off the bat with Quilbury. It is slow release, so we like that, but we couldn't get Joshua to sleep. Even though we ran out the Stratera as much as we could. It was like a month to two months. He was still having that Stratera inside him. So we had to have some Clonidin because he wouldn't go to sleep. We had Clonidin for about 30 days and now we have melatonin pretty much. It's a five milligram tablet and we usually do we still knock that in half to 2.5 no you take the whole five so we've got him on the whole five and it seems to sedate him you seem to be okay how's your sleep decent decent sleep yeah now we did have some some sickness here in the house the last week which kind of interrupted the sleep but for the most part yeah absolutely so we thank you for that question remember if you have any other questions email us at email teachyoursson at gmail.com that address again is email teachyoursson at gmail.com that leads us to the next part of our program which is of course to talk to Joshua about what did we scoot over I don't have any space no <laughs> decide and how did we get to the Hey everybody, decision? I'm actually going to talk this time. There you go. What was it that you wanted to do or that 
or how how about did we get to the script writing as your YouTube? Can you tell us how a little did bit we about that? Get to it? Yeah, how did we get to it? Well, we basically you convinced me that I should be doing something because I wanted to be a YouTuber, obviously, and we started off with like thumbnail making and things like that just to like get a feel. And then I think we did we did a script for a Wings review video. We redid a video. Yes. Okay. All right, so getting back to the topic at hand, we were talking about YouTube skills, and Joshua and I decided that a great opportunity for him would be to look at script writing because he's so good at writing, and his writing had come so far from fifth grade when we started, as we talked about in other episodes about how he got his little reward from Seton. So how about did we get to that? Well, we had some extra time at the end of the year and I wanted to give him a taste of electives. So we decided on art and we decided on script writing. And I had already had a post that I had done some research on the script writing. I was going to use that post and we'll we'll put it on the website so you can see it too. We'll use that post as a way to give him a format where he could go from beginner to more intermediate stage so joshua when we were going through the course how did you feel i felt like i was definitely learning and i was definitely good but there needed to be more of something to say you'd rather go into freestyle if anything because i didn't really I learned about script writing, but it was mostly about video production, if anything. We did dive into the niche, uh, the how-to niche, basically. Mm. And and that seemed to fit really well once we studied his genre. Now, what was your genre? Basically, like, Roblox Royal High videos. But I wanted to make a series because making plain videos is easy as pie. I mean, I mean, look at that. B plays and everybody else is just doing the same thing. And you want to stand out. The great idea that Joshua had was that he was going to take and look at Royal High, which if you don't know what Royal High is, that's on an open platform called Roblox where you have characters already made. It's basically a dress-up game and then what you're able to do is play these different games. Well, one of the games is to put yourself in the situation of going to high school at a Royal High. And that's what we're talking about when we talk about Royal High. Princesses, princes, dukes, royals, and then fairies and <laughs> all kinds of things. Harry Potter crossovers, yeah, just everything. It's basically. very creative, very creative, very, oh, what's the word? Personalized, very mm. personalized characters. There we go. Okay, so after we looked at the post, innovative, we looked at choosing the genre and then the niche. The niche we chose was Royal High Tutorials. Now, when we looked at the tutorials for Royal High, what did we find, Joshua? Nothing, really. There wasn't much on it. <laughs> but we found a need, definitely, for young players that were first learning and even intermediate players. So we thought that was kind of neat. Now, again, we dove into the outside niche of how-to. We looked at um, different people that were in video production, like J Joshua was talking about. But they were talking about YouTube channels and what you needed to have in a script and what you didn't have 
to have in a script. Like for example, we learned that it's not really good policy if you come up and you ask for views and you ask for likes right when you open up. So we learned that really quickly, that that wasn't going to be something that we wanted to happen on Joshua's YouTube channel. However, he had competition that was doing exactly that. So we were already gonna differentiate ourselves just by doing that one thing. And that's how easy it is that's, that you can realize that kind of differentiation. And differentiation meaning a unique channel that gives something different from the competition. So can you tell us about why script writing clicked with you? Scriptwriting clicked with me because I was already watching series on YouTube myself. I loved watching probably Cartoon Network series as well. And there's always just some, every person out there has a fascination with it because it's making your own story come to life. I think that, video. that makes a great point. Is Joshua was able to do something that was brilliant and it really taps into his autism because he, he was able to take the creative part of a story and then combine it with a how-to video. So it's a how-to model tutorial, but within a story. So can you tell us a little bit about the characterization journey that you went on? The characterization journey basically is labeling characters as what they do, what they are. And we give these people personalities that stick, hopefully, because you know, you can always forget the personality of a character if you don't make it obvious or you don't be stereotypical, which I don't recommend. But <laughs> it just basically went with you make these characters you come up with them and sometimes you would just like you know do a sort of freestyle type of thing where you would introduce the characters and you'd be like okay the next episode I really don't know what I'm going to do with these characters I'm going to make them part of the main story excellent and when he first started characterization he really was I guess concentrated on keeping it within the royal high genre because he would involve that there were developers of the game that were actually in his script. Yeah, we're not doing Murder Mystery 2 crossovers, so that's gonna get a little... There will be comments on my video at that point. <laughs> so can you get a little bit into so the dad out there, he understands what we're talking about in Royal High as far as the setting? Can you explain the setting? The setting, well, here's the thing. In Royal High, there are realms. Like he said, there are games, basically, inside of this game. And there are many different ones, many different realms you can choose from. Beautiful, beautiful realms. Well, there's the outer space yeah, realm. Yeah, I can't say it. Okay, well, never mind. Um, <laughs> basically, I was trying to say, like, blank to the devs, you know? What's that word? Praise to the devs? No! <laughs> what? What are you trying to say? <laughs> kudos, kudos to the devs <laughs> that totally didn't take forever to find out that word kudos to the devs for making these roms they really make the game innovative i mean if you played this game and it wasn't in roblox it would feel so innovative so realistic because of how they make the realms feel so just magical beautiful really making it feel like you're in you're like in a disney room it really feels that way but 
with these realms, you can basically use them as your settings and connect all of them in a story. Like, oh, we're going to go to this place through a kidnapping, or we're going to go to this place because, oh, I don't know, we need an education, maybe? Everything just kind of, you know, comes together. But we don't cross over games as much. There's only one point, which is in the very beginning, where we cross over a game, and it's only for a second. Very good. So the settings are already set up within the game, so he just manipulates those to help him tell the story and help him understand where the viewer or the player is so that they understand the skill set in order to move forward in the game. There are some things in the realms that don't feel as important as they really are and we like to basically make them more important, give them an actual use because, you know, they're there and they have, you know, an opportunity to be used. So let's move on to the plot. Now, this is interesting because you have to tell the story, but you also have to tell the how-to. How do you do that? We have, we focus on a character that is basically, if the viewer that didn't know how to play was put into a character. Of course, the character can't have every person's personality. Now, that would take too long, wouldn't it? <laughs> We basically gave him this very friendly personality because we don't want any, you know, angry, you know, mean people. Keeping it PG, you know. <laughs> but there are some moments where this character can get a little bit riled up, just a little bit. But it really focuses on this character making friends and things like that. So Sometimes that is the... bringing it, bringing some real life aspects of my life into these characters. But it really just depends on, you know, everything that goes around and goes around around and comes around gotcha so a little bit of bad karma good karma yeah i'd say so gotcha. it's mostly focused on friendship grouping and teamwork gotcha so that would be the conflict going from non-teamwork to teamwork or going from enemy to friend or not even enemy but maybe just someone who doesn't know other people to someone who's real connected and the aging is very differentiated because we want to make it seem like oh you don't have to be like you know 15 to play Royal High. You can play Royal High however you want. These are their people. Like, Dad told me the other day, like, <laughs> people are going to be sad about it, but I don't really think so. There are 40-year-olds playing Royal High. <laughs> probably. No, not probably. Most likely. No. <laughs> yes. 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 Okay, yes. They are. All right. <laughs> I have no argument there. Okay. <clears throat> so the overall process, can you kind of give us an overall process? Because as I did the research, it was important that you are given something that you're able to, number one, make your own, and number two, just go kind of geeky on, just just geek out on, you know? <laughs> just go way deep into whatever it is that you're doing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't yeah. like the word geeky. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll take nerd any day. You're going to nerd out nerdy. on it? Nerdy. <laughs> Gonna nerd out. So let's talk about the overall process. You're gonna go crazy nerd. So we we finished on the class, and then Joshua just kind of picked up after that. Now the things he learned in the class helped him as kind of building blocks to where he is now today. Because if he were to read the script today that he did when he was in the class, he's already talked about how embarrassed he would feel <laughs> as he upchucks right. on our desk here. No, this cat, this is PG-13. We don't need any up shit. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> I'm just joking. 
Okay, so I can process. literally hurt his ears right now. Let's talk about the overall process that you <laughs> have. Script writing now, better or worse? Better. Better. Why? Well, I would say that. Well, we're talking about now, not presently, but before after we stopped school because it was done obviously there's nothing else to do and you might as well not give me summer school because that's that's gonna really rouse someone out <laughs> basically i just one day i was really inspired i think you kind of inspired me too you were like hey why don't you go ahead and work on that series that you were working on or something like that and i was like no dad i, I want to remake it the other one it's sucky it, i don't like it <laughs> So I did it. This was in November of last year, and it turned out really good. It's probably one of my most favorite scripts because it genuinely like, flows incredibly, has these characters and their personalities. Like, the butler has a personality of, like, oh, no, I don't like this dude that I'm serving. Oh, God. <laughs> just that classic addition of characters, but it was really just a creative uh emptiness that was really filled with all of these little characters moments and things and it was really cool to make a pilot and then make the first episode in the same exact day and it, and it really took a lot of time but my parents liked it and all that and it was just really cool in the end of the series you kind of leave us with a cliffhanger correct how was it like to write that cliff we haven't gotten to the end of the series but i feel like once i write that cliffhanger it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty epic it's gonna be pretty awesome y'all it's gonna be pretty chuggy all right <laughs> i've never used that word in my life i already regret it so, so where are we talking about finishing the series what do you got to go how many episodes have you made and how many episodes i do you have am to? on i think the seventh episode Woo or the sixth i forgot but it we're really close we're on the second to last episode because this episode i'm working on is based on a space realm which as you can already tell that's gonna be pretty hard to produce because you know in space and we have the aliens and it's super 80s and all that stuff super 80s Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can't wait for this. No, it's not super 80s, but, it, you know, it, it's just, it's hard to make something that's space-related whenever it, you don't need to go into detail and you don't have your own thing to go off of. But it's probably one of the hardest ones I've had to work on because it's just, it has an escape plan. And we're going to make a big escape. Of course, it's not going to work out. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't have an episode now, shall we? Obviously, it's going to be pretty complicated to make, and that's why it's been taking a long time to produce. But overall, I think it's going to turn out great. I've been just trying to do my absolute best on it because it's the second to last episode. Got to do a great job. Second to the last episode. So you're talking about an eight-episode set? I think so, yeah. Okay. Eight episodes, so nine episodes. Gosh. Gotcha. No, I forgot. I, it's been a while. When are you planning to start back on it? Probably in November. I've probably just taken the Halloween uh, break because, you know, it's Halloween. Why would you not? Plus, you don't want to, you know, make the series creepy all of a sudden. Oh, that's true. That's very true. Have a little of the shining influence. Yeah, there you go. Oh yeah. my gosh, the Exorcist in Royal High. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the ring in Royal High has a nice ring to it. That is a dad joke, y'all. Just ignore oh, him. Oh, goodness. When you get to the point where you're finished with it, 
What are you going to do next? I'm going to make the characters. I'm going to give them names. I'm going to give them character designs. They're not going to be hard. They're not going to be like hard, hard to make because obviously people, ha we're going to have other accounts playing these characters. Friends and not friends. <laughs> I know Matt would not be up for it. He'd be like, are you kidding me? Oh, you're that? talking about family. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Friends! Maybe dad, too. Maybe he'll get to learn how to Roblox it. Maybe. He'll be Robloxing, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty. I mean, if you've ever seen them play this game and how they're on the keyboard, it's rather remarkable. Oh, my gosh. Remember whenever Gory Gaming 24601 had her mom play Rohan and she was just like, Oh, ah! yeah. oh my gosh! I'm I moving! Just, just, uh, if, just a little tip for kids who are just really wanting to teach their kid, teach their parents like how to play Ro Roblox in general. Use the arrow keys first. If you do WSD, they're gonna be there for hours trying to figure that stuff out. <laughs> Lord. Oh goodness. But like Joshua said, there's gonna be a lot of merchandising going on and a lot of marketing going on to help him to get his channel going. And we're going to get into that next time on the Teacher Son Show. Will you join me again or you want me to do that one solo? Which one? The merchandising and marketing. Yeah, I might join it. I don't know. All right, then we'll see you next time on the Teacher Son Show. Bye-bye!